consistent self-improvement everybody you are now listening to american gypsy podcast i'm your host classic and i'm here with my co-host gypsy and today we have a special guest audrey Aubrey. sorry Arby. Arby, Arby. sorry <laughs> no uh, energy healer clairvoyant medium and author of several books including the mother's manual welcome to the show audrey Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for uh, for coming. I'm still getting tongue tied now. It was okay before, but now I'm getting tongue tied on the names. (laughs) Audrey Arby. So to get started, I guess, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Myself. Okay. So I am a born mystic intuitive. Um, When I was a kid, I I didn't have that language. That wasn't the language in my family. That's what I essence am. I could have all kinds of titles and names and fancy stuff, but I am a born mystic intuitive. It's the way I think. It's the way I do stuff. I have morphed into also being an artist. This is one of the pieces that they're called Audrey Ohm Art because they start with an Ohm, art that opens the heart, and they do. Okay, this is a gallery and I'm surrounded with it. And I also do online seminars. My latest one is Ism Freedom, Be Free of the Causes and Effects of Racism, Sexism and Other Isms. And uh, to say I'm passionate about that is a major understatement. I am very passionate about it. And actually about everything I do. I've written four books. First one is the mother's manual. The latest one is raising race consciousness, healing racism, sexism, and other isms. Tucked in between those is Vim Vigor Vitality Vegan. That's my lifestyle. Um, Plus Inachicongum water specialties. And the water is in here. It's actually from a machine. And the other one is, okay, what is, oh, yes, 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 yes. The other one is, what if? You are, and life is miraculous. That's my ABC affirmation art coloring book that I wrote for kids, but there are adults who buy it and seniors for themselves as well as relatives. And that one is printed on 100% post-consumer recycled paper. That's the only, I am really committed to the environment for more years than many have been on the earth. And the other books, because the price of printing is like really, really, really high, which to me is silly, but it is. And so my other books are either Kindle, PDF, or ebook. Um, did I leave anything? I'm a clairvoyant. I do readings. I'm an astrologer. Okay. Um, if okay. I've left something out, it'll. I'm a mom. <laughs> That's really important to me. Yes. And I'm a Grammy. I have grandbabies. Nice. We'll definitely sir, circle back to some of those things. Um, you said you started when you were young. Were you, um, did you grow up in a, I guess, in a metaphysical conducive environment? Or is that something you grew into as an adult? How did that go? I was not pointed to that at all. <laughs> in fact, when I was 10, I'm the firstborn of three. And at some point, if it's okay with you, I'd like to do some breathing attunements here so we can simply raise the vibration, period. I'm not, the vibration here is wonderful. That's not a comment on it. It's thus that 
for us to really do well on the planet, we really do. And that includes me. I'm part of we have to live at a higher frequency. So I'd like to share that. And then your viewers. Yeah. Do it. Okay. So did I grow up in metaphysical? No, that wasn't even a language. When I was 10, I remember seeing, feeling, sensing stuff about something my mom was doing with my brother and me in my zeal to help. <laughs> ah. So I told him what I saw and felt, and I was immediately invalidated. That mm. wasn't a language I knew then, but it was like, no, what do you know? You're just a kid. I am born this way, and I have studied. And at that point, it was like, ah, so you're intuitive. That and a subway token will get you on the train. It's a different world now uh, for some people, not for all, <laughs> that's for sure. And I really developed it. I have studied. I've studied with some of the most amazing, amazing, amazing people. And if you want me to give names, I'll give names. Yeah, sure, actually. Okay. Are you I, You want me to get, okay. I studied astrology with the wonderful Felissa Rose Giroux. My daughter then was a baby. So I took this little person and she would sleep. Okay, and I would study, and that progressed. One of the people I studied the psychic healing arts with was a woman, is a woman named Elizabeth Stratton, and that started when I went to one of her classes, and she touched me, and I got a jolt of electricity through me, and she said that never happened before, and we talked, had a reading with her. She said, you're very intuitive, and I went, there, nah. and she said, you learn quickly. I went, there. Nah and stuff like that. And then I studied with her by being her assistant, which she then let me take her classes free of charge. And then I thought, this is what it means to be a psychic. I thought it meant I had to bend spoons, which I have actually forks with the amazing Burge Smith Lions. And I have taken her essence of being mastery course all three of them. Now, who am I leaving out? Oh, I studied with Patricia Hayes, who was the founder of then what was called the Patricia Hayes School of Inner Sense Development and the Arthur Ford School of Mediumship. Now it's Delphi University. And those are, and I've studied with shamans. I've studied with shamans from um, Colombia, from Mexico, from Ghana, and all of that. Awesome. And so those are some. And I've taken seminars with a lot of different people. I just completed the virtual seminar called Unleash the Power Within with the amazing Tony Robbins, nice. who is the opposite of me in height. I am 4'10 and a smidge. He's like 6'10. Right. I didn't know. No, he's like me. Okay. And this was virtual. So that's some of whom I've studied with. When did you first discover that you were a medium or had that ability? And actually for the listeners who don't know what that is, can you explain? Well, there were like different ways one can say a medium is somebody who can generally uh, connect with people on the other side, so to speak. I don't see them crowded around I would probably jump I have heard certain things I can tune in with my I do tune in okay it's part of what I do hold up this water <coughs> I parch out 
talk. So hold on. And for our listeners, um, definitely if you're only looking at this try or only listening, try to go to the YouTube so you can see the video. Her paintings are amazing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So when I'm doing a reading for people, and that's what I do. One of the things I do readings, and you can call them clairvoyant, um, psychic. I'm also an astrologer, so they're a little different because then I have to do charts. And they want to know about so-and-so who has passed over. I will tune in and I'll be shown stuff. Mm. And one of my clients, now I can't see myself when I do stuff. I am really in it. And I don't wear earrings and I have to take this off. I don't wear cute clothes. I wear very simple. This is because I'm being interviewed and I want to look nice. <laughs> I dress very simply when I'm doing my work because I can't be fussing with this because this pulls energy. Even though these are tiny, they pull energy and I can't be having that happen. And I'm totally focused on the client. And I'll see stuff. I'll hear stuff. I'll tell them stuff. And expressions will come out of my mouth that may sound like next to nothing but to the person that is the client it'll have meaning because it'll either be what that person used to say or what they called them or something that it'll, they'll 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 have a response or a reaction to it and this what happened once when I was with a friend of mine, I'm from New York. I mean, I live in Florida now, but I am definitely born and raised in New York. And I can't tell the vibe. I mean, that's definitely there. Anyway, so I was with a friend of mine once and she asked me whatever it was. And I started tuning in and said whatever I said. The woman literally opened my hand, went to her purse, pulled out a bill, put it in my hand, closed my, 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 my hand and said, you are now professional and you will charge money. I, start, I started to give it back to her because she was a friend of mine. She said, no, you are professional. I'm a Cancerian, so my emotions are just there and you will charge money. And I studied, when I studied astrology with Felissa, who's amazing, I grew and I learned and I developed. And my intuitive abilities, which are simply always there, would come through. And then, as I said, I met Elizabeth Stratton when I went to get a reading, when I was going through some mammoth shifts in my life. I was preparing to leave my ex and all of that, so I wanted guidance. And when she said how psychic I was, and I laughed, and then I studied, and I thought, oh, that's what it means, because it's the way I am. And then I've studied with other psychics and many others and taken seminars and taught seminars. I teach stuff. So that's how, and the more you do it, the more anyone does, whatever your gifts are, the more it develops. And if you don't know what your gifts are, this is for anyone listening, what does your heart automatically want to do? What are you pulled to? I used to worship creativity and I wished I could draw and I wished I could have that intelligence I've always had, intuition I've always had. Creativity I didn't know I have. I'm an out and out artist. I've written books, I've written courses. I didn't even know I had that. I just started fiddling around and it started coming out and there it is. So that's a clue for anybody listening or watching. Your innate talents will also be what your interests are. Cultivate them and take them to the highest level develop your consciousness. That is super important. You have to go beyond ego. 
Does that help? Yes. Yeah. What are some of the things that parents can do to help develop a child's consciousness as they grow? First thing is for the parent to develop their consciousness. That is a number one first thing. When I was going to start, and in the mother's manual, I call it TMM, okay? It's having consciousness. First, they need to look at, and there's no blame on any of this that I'm saying, or judgment or anything. This is just stuff, okay? Did you have your child with intention? Did you purposefully get pregnant? Or was it, oops, I'm pregnant kind of thing. So take responsibility within yourself for that. So you're not carrying it and putting it on the kid. I came up with the term GKP, genetic karmic patterning, which I use in my books and in my courses and in my readings. Now I've discovered it has become, and I came up with this over 20 years ago, now there's a field in, in psychology called generational trauma mm -hmm. or ancestral, um, I think it's called trauma, GKP, which the guides gave me, okay, and I saw, is deeper. We not only pick up on the vibrations of anyone near us, you don't have to be a psychic for this, this is just the way it goes, and whatever one's genetic line is, if there's hatred, that kid could be born with a tendency to it. And the way to get rid of it, first of all, you have to become aware. And then second, no matter how much you read, in my personal opinion, you need to have an energy healer to help release it. Right. Plus which um, it isn't only your genetic line. It's your spiritual line. We have past lives. People have different belief systems. I'm fine with that. I'm not forcing this on anyone. I'm simply giving you my experience. Um, and yes, I've seen past lives. And it's not only on the earth, by the way. It's elsewhere. Other planets, other forms, other kinds of stuff. And sometimes that stuff has to be released. So for a parent, the first thing with the kid is for the parent to get as conscious as possible. And the mother's manual will help you. Use healthy food, healthful food. Eating junk is not a good idea. And if someone goes, well, I don't have the money and blah, 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 blah. As I said, I became a single mom, which wasn't my intention, but I've been pretty much like that. And I live, some people call this an alternate lifestyle. I mean, I'm a psychic. It's not yet mainstream. And people don't like that word because some don't like that word. Call me a metaphysician. Call me a, a spiritual teacher. Call me a transformational catalyst. Now people are calling me transformational god. No. Yeah. Transformational goddess of light. So however you resonate. And even if you're budget is smaller than larger, which is something many of us are going through right now. Get as organic as possible because there's too much garbage being sprayed on food, even organic. And if you make it simple, like I'm a longtime vegetarian. I've been vegetarian for 49 years and mostly raw vegan, mostly since 2007, which kind of blows my mind. And 
when you know how to make good food, get the book, get Vim Vigor Vitality Vegan. I have recipes in it. It doesn't cost a lot and it's a PDF. And you can I say this? You yes. can get it on my website, Audrey Now, A-U-D-R-Y-E-N-O-W.com and eat healthfully yourself. If a mom or a dad or a mom dad, okay, I don't want people to go, well, we don't use that language now. We use the person who births babies. I'm sorry, I say mother. Okay, I'm cool with mother. Mm -hmm. I'm cool with father. I'm cool with mom dad. Yes. Okay. My daughter called me her mom dad at one point because <laughs> her dad died when she was seven. I was the it. Okay, still, okay, so you know, in quote, woke language, I am cisgender, heterosexual female. And I've had experience with a lot of other people. Remember, I am from New York and also here in Florida. So it's not like I only know this little segment because that is not, <laughs> it's not been my life. I know many different segments. So that's part of it. And then listen to your child. Wisdom will come out of the smallest little person. Do not think just because they're a kid, they don't know anything. Pay attention to what they say and what they feel. They will show you, kids will show you what's important to them by how they behave and what their emotions are. Have loving discipline. That does not mean hit your kids. I'm not a believer in that, by the way. Okay, the few times I did it, big mistake. I've been beaten. I don't like that. Okay, I've been hit with a strap I, and a high heel shoe. Not a good idea. Okay, no matter how you justify it, in my opinion, that's a girl. That's a no, because it teaches cruelty and brutality and the kid will carry it. Mm. It takes something to release that. And when you have that, you create a closeness, then you can deal with stuff. And the guides are telling me what to say. <laughs> and if it's important to you in being a mom or a dad, make a determination that you are going to keep communication going with your child. Now, does this mean that you and your child are always going to agree? No. It does not. Will there be times you disagree a lot? Yes. This is another human. You as the mom may have been the conduit through your body. If you adopted or you got the baby in a different way, then you got it in another way. But if you are the biological, and, and all of it is good, okay? But if you are the biological mom, that's what you are. That is, the child is not your soul. That's a different soul than who you are. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the child is an old soul and the parent might be a young soul. So there could be more wisdom coming out of your kid. Don't feel bad if that happens. Give thanks so that you each can learn and teach each other and have fun. Have fun. And one of the biggest things, learn to laugh because being a parent is a journey. And it can rub your nerves raw. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can be on your last nerve and so learn how to release anger. Yeah. I have a process called one, two, three, roar. 
that I taught my daughter young because, all right, you know astrology. I'm, for people who don't, I'm a Cancerian. This is Western astrology. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a Cancerian. My ascendant is Aries. My moon is Virgo. Aries means I can be very forward moving. I have to watch, I don't get angry quickly. Virgo, I can analyze any kind of feeling and thought to the nth degree, which is great as a psychic. I'll see things right away. I'll know immediately. And Cancerians, we are the feelers yeah. of the Zodiac, as is Scorpio and Pisces, extremely sensitive. And Cancer has to make sure they don't take everything personally and that they don't hide so much inside their Cancerian shell that they forget to come out. So it's an interesting combination. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And cancers are considered the natural mothers, but they can be the smother mother. You can't be the smother mother. You have to let your child grow. Did that cover enough? Do you want more? Yes, yeah, I'm no, saying that, that definitely answered it. One of the things that you mentioned is past life regression, and that's something I came across through Dolores Cannon and others oh. that do past life regression. And I've personally watched other people's past life regression sessions, and it's helped me understand a lot, um, even though it's not my past life. Um, can you, but one of the things that I've noticed on your, uh, when I was looking through your information, you also talk about future uh, life progression, which is something that I've never heard of. So can you talk about that a little bit? Okay, I can do readings and healings remotely. We call it absent healings mm. or long distance readings and healings. I don't need anyone near me to do that. All I have to do is tune in and I see it and I know it. And as I said, I'm a healer. I literally can call on energy and send it. I'm also Reiki master, all of that. I mean, other stuff. However, when I do past life regressions, I, I can read past lives. But when I do the regression, I really like the person with me because the way it works for me, the way I do it is we. We means myself and the guides. <laughs> so I might say that because they're, they're with me. It isn't me the ego identity called Audrey, who does this. It isn't. I am like the, 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 the vehicle and I do have gifts or I couldn't do this, but it's me uplifted and in cooperation and attunements like we do it together. That being said, first the person has to choose to have this. Don't do a pass. I don't do that. If someone goes, no, I don't, then you don't have it. So. I help them go into a deep relaxation and a journey. They might tell me in advance, I want to visit this area or I want to go to that life, which I have to see if that life exists or if I'm shown it. And then um, I always, the client has to record sessions because they won't remember. They'll say, I will now. Nah. <laughs> That is not what happens, okay? And so then they go, put them in a deep relaxation and yes, everyone goes into it. I've not had it where somebody didn't. Okay. And then um, we bring them back to wherever it is. And I usually start with, they keep their physical eyes closed. And I usually have them lying on a bed or, or something com comfortable not a massage table because that's, I mean, I fit on a massage table because I'm four foot 10 in the smidge. Most people don't, you can't go like this. 
It's just not the right place, okay? And we usually start with keeping the physical eyes closed, the eyes there where they are to look down at their body, to get some clue what it looks like. And I will ask them questions and they'll answer. And I repeat the answer so that it comes on the recording. And this was back in the day when we had like little recording devices. Now I usually have people on free conference call because it's free and you record it in any different way. And I'll still repeat it because somebody, when they're in that, they can talk like that. And I want to make sure they can hear it when they pay, play it back later. Then we go through the life, ask various questions, da 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 da, da And you never know what's going to show up. Mm. I had one client in a past life regression and suddenly there was this big book in front of her. So I said, look inside and point to a particular passage, read it. She read it. I repeated what it was. And it was only after the regression, because then I go over it with them, you know, like whatever came up. And she said what she read was the answer to something she's been looking for in this life. Now, can I predict that? No. Did I program that? No, I'm along with it. And at the end of the regression, which is usually one life, but I've had people pop into a few, so that could happen on and off planet, usually on the planet, but now and then there's a few other stuff. And then we go through an easy level of transition where they're in the spiritual realm. And then we ask questions, what did they learn, blah, 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 blah. And when they complete, no matter what they may have experienced, they're in a place of peace, and high level energy. And with the future life regressions, because the guides had me do that, okay, person might want to know what's going to happen. And it's not, it won't be like who they are now. It's not future life progression like for gypsy or for classic, because this is your life. This is, you're going to be another aspect of soul or, or essence. And you might want to know in a hundred years or whatever it is, or what are you going to learn? Literally, I ask, go through the whole relaxation induction process, and then we go into whatever that might be. I had somebody that was the captain of a starship. Wow. Not, not Captain Kirk or any of those, okay? and all of that or something. And so of course I ask questions. I haven't yet been in a starship in this form. Um, and we learned various things mm. and then bring them back again in a similar way because no matter what you experience and I've had people that have experienced, it's a life stuff, okay? Yeah. So you wanna come back peaceful, calm and at ease. And that's happened for all my clients. Okay. And what are the benefits of past life regression? Why do people choose to do it? One, sometimes it helps clear out karma. Like, why am I going through X? It doesn't make sense to me in this life. Why does whatever that X might be bother me? And we might go back to a life where they may say, take me back to a life where I understand why I'm afraid of water, whatever it might be. Then we can go back and we might see, and again, I'm along, I don't program this. I'm there and I'm seeing and feeling it. 
they may have drowned. They may have been some other issue. And once they can go through that and come through it, because they come through it, they're here, okay? Then they no longer will have that same fear of water because we'll do some quote, work while we're in the past life so that they're at peace. And they could learn why they drowned, what happened, blah, 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 blah. Gives people peace. And then for some people who go, well, I don't believe in any of this stuff. <laughs> it's all nonsense to me. So some do it. I simply want to know it's interesting. So they go through and have an interesting experience because it is interesting. Mm -hmm. And somehow they're different afterward because it's they're experiencing it emotionally. They're literally, it isn't like, oh, my eyes are closed and now it's this. How do you do? They're, they're like, they can do it two different ways. You can either step into the life and kind of be the person, or if it's something yucky, 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 then you can step back and look at it as though it's a movie. And if it's really something yuck, which most people don't go to yuck, 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 but you know, I, you, one doesn't know. We could like go through it quickly because we don't go through every minute. Well, you, you can't, okay? You go through like particularly important areas or where there was a growth thing or something significant for that person. And in the, uh, like when they were on the other side in that, I'll ask what they learned, how did their soul grow? And that part, is especially important for certain people. I've had people who said to me after their past life regression, well, now I don't have to go through that kind of crummy relationship again. <laughs> yeah. I learned it. I don't have to do it here and now. And that's literally happened. Is it stressful for the person going through the past? Okay. No, not at all, because they're brought in with energy and light. I mean, they are filled with it. And if you want us to do something, because I will send it even out. So they have that to start with. Then they go through whatever it was. And after they cross over and crossing over is, no, it's peaceful. Okay. It's quick. And then in the, what do I want to call it? In the after part where I will ask, and I will ask this, what was the most important thing? What did you learn from this life? What would you prefer to have done differently, if anything? What would you like to say to the you that's here and now in the time from which I am speaking? What might you like to say to the period of time in which me who's speaking now lives? You know, any of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And they will answer from where they are. And it's recorded so they will hear it and again i repeat the words because sometimes people speak like this and they won't i don't even know if you it'll yeah. be so soft that i need to make sure they can hear it it's their regression it's for them it's not for me yeah. and they have grown i remember one person popped into about four of them they just poop and she got the whole sense that I've done a whole lot of stuff before. I am capable. I don't have to be afraid of taking chances. 
or trying new things because one, I've already done it. Two, I've just experienced myself doing it. And you don't necessarily, let me make this also clear, go back to whatever complexion you are now, whatever quote unquote race you might be now. And to me, race, black, brown, beige, mixed race, biracial, all of that, no matter your sexuality, no matter your, you go back to wherever you go back. And I remember when I, the first time I did it and somebody was guiding me and I looked down and it's like, I went like this because I had the male sex organ and I am a biological female. So that was a surprise. And in two seconds, it became normal because I became what that and it was from years back. I was like early start of humanity and stuff like that. So you get a whole other, the you, whoever is doing this experience of self. And it's deep. I bet. Yeah. So when did you get into painting? Ah, <laughs> I had no idea I had any gift or talent at all, nothing. And I, I meditate. I was a deep yoga practitioner. Now I'm kind of not so much on the practice. Okay, um, so I knew the symbol Om. I used to chant it a lot. I'm coming back to kind of doing it again. And sometimes I would sit around with just a pad and a pen and I'd make an Om and I'd lift my energies and I'd start making these, these designs, these pictures. And when I was done, I'd look at them and I'd wonder who drew them. Where did these come from? Because I would go into a zone kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Pardon me. And after a while, as I was doing that, the guidance came, put color in it. And I got scared. And because these things, and I would turn them and they would change. And I still have them. In fact, some of them, the easy, simple ones are in the kids coloring book. What if you are and life is miraculous? I had like two pads of these things. So that's what some of the art is in the coloring book. But when I first started, I made way more complicated ones. And then uh, I decided I was shown put color in. And then I had the vibe to, I used colored pencils. I was terrified of a brush. And I certainly didn't have canvas. I used, I told you I'm very ecological. And I have been for a long, 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 long time. I found a paper called Lokta paper, L-O-K-T-A. That comes from, not Tibet, but that area. I forget exactly the country. So I bought that kind of paper that had like no pads. And I began putting in color. First, I used gel pens. That was miraculous to me. Oh, look at this. Oh, it's so cute. Okay. And then I added and added and added. And I actually, when I came to Florida, um, found myself, I went to an art show. I was, I was astounded. My art was allowed to exhibit. I was ecstatic. And then uh, one of the judges or somebody definitely, definitely more experienced than me said I needed to paint. And I had nothing. I didn't have a canvas. I didn't have a paintbrush. I had zilch. He, 
he gave me a small set of paints, a couple of started canvases, and somebody I had met who was an accomplished artist said, why didn't I come over to her studio? Because I didn't have a drop for, you know, I didn't have anything. And I lifted my energy. I made my own, did it in black, made the design, and then just started painting. And that's how, and then it just got more and more and more. And she told me that, okay, how did she put it? Not I had style. Oh, she said, you have your voice. She said, you don't yet have a technique. She said, but you have your voice. She said, artists can be for years without their voice. You automatically have it. So I suppose I have my, okay, drop suppose. I have my voice and my technique is better and better and better. And that's how I started. And then it calls me. <laughs> and now it's time for other people to have this work in their home, in their office, wherever it is. And my work is available as originals. And there are art houses, print shops that can make any of my art into what's called a gicle, G-I-C-L-E-E, -E, which is a print, or you can use the term reproduction on canvas. So it looks like a painting. I have a bunch of them. And now they make it on metal. Yeah. So it's glowing. It's gorgeous. This stuff on metal is extraordinary. So people can get any of my work that way. And is your uh, work for sale at the moment? All of it. Okay. I like to say available for purchase and I'm willing to negotiate um, because yeah, it's time. To, first of all, I want to paint more and there's nowhere to put anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's nowhere to put it. And I have stuff at my agent's house and uh, 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 galleries in uh, Delray Beach. I want to paint some more. Have you been, uh, I'm sorry. Have you been introduced to NFTs? I don't even know what that is. Well, I've tried to understand it. I don't. Um, what is it? It's it's a way to put. I'm not even going to go. Well, through NFT the is a non fungible token. Yeah, but I don't want to go through the technical. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> what um, so it's a way to put your art in a digital format and you can you can say how many in circulation and things like that and there's it's a little bit more than a digital image of your picture it's actually it has a smart contract built into it um to add future utility to it but it's just another way to get another medium or platform to to display your art but and it is a it's it's the future of some um yeah. technology as well though it, when it comes to artists like yourself it is a it opens up a whole new level of doors like you can take the one painting behind you and have it uh mended as an as an nft minted as really? NFT, uh -huh, mm -hmm. and say that you can you can set the number of copies you like to have so they have you know you could say it's a thousand and let's say i was to buy I, I was to, and you can only buy with cryptocurrency though. That's one of the things. It's um, um, I guess yes, and the blockchain. Yeah. So, 
I know a little something about that. But I would be very interested to know. Can we discuss that? But because I have 110, give or say, give or take pieces. I don't have that many now because happily some have sold. I mean, others have sold. But right. I have between 105 and 110 different images. I would love to be able to have another way to sell this. I mean, some right. of my pieces are five feet by four feet. Not everybody wants to carry that. And but it also allows you to keep the original as well. And also um, you can. So let's say he bought one of your art and years down the line, he sells it to me. You still get what a percentage, a percentage of that's why the smart contract that's built into it. It's uh, there's no way to corrupt it. So it makes sure that no matter how many times your art gets sold to another person, another person, the same art piece you will still get your 20% or 10%, whatever you set out in the beginning. And so like- And it's digital. Yeah. Do you know how to do this? Or do you know people who do this? And if so, can we talk about it offline? Because I really am interested. Um, I will say this, I own the patent to all my art. Mm -hmm. People can buy the art and have the art. But if I want to make, and I would love to do this when I find people either make um, tablecloths or or- anything out of this stuff because these things would make stunning stunning not just jewelry but stunning wearing apparel maybe not the whole thing but in a piece of it and all. i mean gorgeous mm -hmm. and i would like to hook up with people that can do that kind of things it would make wow. wonderful linens i mean i've got stuff yeah. and the nft i've heard about but i don't know how to do it and my new computer which right now is at hp being repaired okay has some kind of artistic thing in it that i haven't figured out <laughs> told you not the techie um but i don't think it's nft i think it's different but i would like to do that i am very interested to do that yeah, yeah. and they they have some um you may be able to look on youtube as well they may have uh um you could uh, type in nft gallery or in yeah like and it's basically you can if you can visualize a, a art gallery, but instead of the paintings being you know the canvas, it's electric, it's electronic, and sometimes they may come with a soundtrack or you can listen to something and the painting may be moving. Oh, it's, I love that. Yes, and it's a it's a lot of, of things. Also, the benefits of getting into NFT is that now there's a lot of metaverses being created, and so yeah. there's galleries online um metaverse galleries that people sometimes just go through on their computer and their avatar walks around this gallery and things like that so the metaverses are getting bigger so now your art can be displayed in those galleries or anything like that you can have a room you can have your own art gallery in the metaverse and display your art and people random people that are in the metaverse can just walk into your art gallery just like that would be very cool so yeah. there's like if you say it moves like this would be able to move and the colors move and do stuff is yeah, that what it can oh. like vibrate because all of the, the like everything is a screen yeah and can you see any of this yes yeah. that's nice this is some of my art yeah and those would be nice t-shirts as well there are places like uh etsy.com where you could um it's Etsy. Yeah, it's Etsy. No, Printful. 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 Sorry. 
Uh, Printful. There's a we we use Printful to for our shirts, and I guess this isn't a, a paid promotion, but to where people can um. Uh, what do you yeah you submit a, your art basically like she you um, create a store and you basically submit you can put your art on different like a uh, water bottle or t-shirt or pillow yeah that's what i'd love to do because yeah uh-huh and they when the like say if we was to buy one of your uh, t-shirts with your painting on it they would print it up and send it to us so when they yeah. when people purchase our t-shirt from um printful or from Luam or uh, Luamlee.com, yeah, Printful prints up the shirt and sends it to them. Yeah, so we Let's, don't deal with it. Yes. Can we talk about that like in more detail? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you even if you have questions, we have we don't have a problem talking because even for our listeners, they may want this same information. So okay. even if we're because you know, I need if, yeah. I need detail on that. I need to take like note, note, notes. Oh, in okay. that case, I'll probably send you an email, even with the NFTs. Um, just like, cause there's steps to, it's pretty straightforward, but I'll just like, you know, even how to create a wallet, um, which yeah, see. platforms to put it on and like what you need to do. I'll probably draft an email about that. Thank you. Cause for you, that's straightforward and easy. For me, doing a reading is easy. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was like, don't explain. This is not what's so easy for me all the time, okay? And I'm an intelligent woman. That? It, it helps with, I guess, the overall view of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I have stuff. Let's, let's talk about that. May I do a couple of simple breathing attunements so people know how to shift their frequency because... There are people going through depression. There are people going through rage and anger. There are people going through overwhelm. I even can go through any of that stuff. It isn't like I'm immune. I would love, I would love to say I am so up level that I never have those feelings. That's not true. I know how to move through them more readily than others. And I know how to keep an energy on a high frequency. And there are people who are very nervous about getting older. And if you don't take care of yourself, there'll be reason to be nervous about it. Okay, that is true. Okay, but if someone does take care of themselves physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, and that's the one I'm morphing into now. Okay, one can stay healthy, period. End of sentence. Yeah, there was stuff that could happen that happens, but it doesn't mean when somebody gets older, it's the end of the line because I'm there already. <laughs> 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 I'm already in the quote unquote to some people senior category. And let me tell you, not the end of the line at all. Zip. Yeah, I agree. My mother, um, we just celebrated my parents, um, both of them, their 70th birthday. And my mom started her acting career in her 60s. And, you know, she gets major roles and stuff now still in her 70s. That's so I can say major roles, but good roles. <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, she's there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's never too I, late. Like I said, she just got into acting in her 60s. That so, is so cool. Yeah. I'm going to celebrate my eighth decade very soon, which is kind of a mind blower. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally. 
okay. I don't look how I looked at 20, but I I have all the energy. Yes. Yeah. And there's different right. levels of beauty. I have to keep tweaking myself because some of my GKP genetic karmic patterning has to do with body issues. Okay. Which I thought I was complete with no. I'm still healing certain issues in that from myself and anyone else I, I deal with. But I can tell you for an absolute know-how, I am 79 years on the earth right now as we speak. And in July, I know we're supposed to keep this evergreen, but you know, it's fine. Okay, I celebrate 80, which is astounding to me. And yes, I can dance, I could move, I can do all this stuff. I'm learning swimming. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the key to it is just to, you know, to have a, a optimistic energy about it and to, you know, be able to understand that this is life, even the multiple lives that you may have and just you know, to embrace it, understand, you know, it's not all perfect. Earth is heavy. No, it's, it's a school. Emotional. Yeah. yeah. It's so. a school and it's a gift. This is one of the most gorgeous planets we can imagine. And it's up to those of us who are here, and that's all of us, to really take care of it, the way you take care of a child, the way you take care of yourself. And by the way, if someone doesn't take care of themselves, they're not going to take care of the earth. Yes. Because they don't have enough self-love to understand this is our home. And that's, that's, that's sad. And this isn't me going bad, bad, bad. Or maybe a little, but so I release if that's what I'm doing, because that's not what I'm intending to do. I'm intending to let us know this is our home. And yes, are we going to Mars? Yes. Do I want us to? Frankly, I do. I'm one of the ones that let's check out what's there. Let's see what's around. I'm one of those explorer types. At the same time, take care of what we have. Yes. So I'm not sure what kind of time we have. Could I do a little bit of breathing at two months yeah, to help people? Do the breathing. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I'm going to take off these cute little earrings because. Okay, so what I'm going to <laughs> see, it's a different energy. So what I'm going to show, and I'm going to shorten them is I'm going to explain it first. I'm going to uplift my energy like before I really do it so I'm in the spaces I like to be. And then I'm going to teach one that basically you're going to inhale through your, and do it. Inhale through your nose, hold, and exhale through your mouth and hold. Normally I do where you move each finger on one hand going around twice and then the other will just do once because to keep everything within whatever time frame we are. That helps center somebody. Then we're going, and I learned that from my amazing metaphysician friend, Paulette Pelequin. And then the next one we're going to do, I learned from the guides. I had been doing a channeling class and one of the participants wanted to know the names of the guides, which they didn't give. And then they called themselves the guides from the light beyond time. So I'm going to say this was taught to me in a class by the guides from the light beyond time. So we'll do some of that. And then we're going to do the lifting process. I adore this. 
And I learned this when I was studying with Patricia Hay. At the time, it was not Delphi University, which is in Georgia, by the way. It was the Patricia Hay School of Innocence Development and the Arthur Ford School of Mediumship. So if you ask, have I studied? Yeah, I've studied. Okay, and I recommend everyone study. It's ongoing, it doesn't end. Mm -hmm. So sit comfortably. I'm in my little cross-legged position. If you have anything on that's tight, loosen it. Um, people, if you're in your home, make sure take off your shoes. Um, if any clothing is tight, loosen it. That means your bra, your pants, your this, whatever it is, loosen it. You need to be able to breathe. I'm going to lift my frequency and I usually start no matter what I'm doing by sending energy right to the heart. <laughs> okay, so that you can feel it. So sit comfortably and oh, let me get my ding shan. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I don't want to pull over my couch. This is a ding shot for those who don't know. Yeah. This is a ding shot. One of okay. the astrologists we watched use that before their reading. Say again. So one of the astrologists we listened to uses that in the beginning of the reading. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do it at the end. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so my phone unplugged. Now it's plugged in again, just in case. Okay, so sit comfortably. Remove your shoes. I'm going to take a few moments and simply listen and follow along with the sound of my voice. And just so you know, you are totally safe. Breathe golden light into your heart. Oh, and gently release, exhale, let go. Breathe in sparkling white and fuchsia light into your heart and all around your heart chakra. Oh, and gently release, let go. Breathe in sparkling golden silver light into your heart chakra, through your whole body, your whole being, filling yourself up. Oh, and softly, gently, and slowly release. Now, inhale with your nose, Inhale, 
Exhale with your mouth. Exhale. Inhale with your nose. Inhale. Exhale through your mouth. Exhale. Inhale through your nose. Inhale. Exhale through your mouth. Exhale. Inhale through your nose. Inhale. Exhale through your mouth. Exhale. Inhale through your nose. Inhale. Exhale through your mouth. Exhale. Inhale through your nose. Inhale. Exhale through your mouth. Exhale. Inhale through your nose. Inhale. Exhale through your mouth. Exhale. Now breathe shining white light into the linings of your cells. Use your intention. Exhale when you feel ready. Again, breathe in, shining, protective, white light into the linings of all your cells your organs, your skeleton, your blood, and gently exhale, let go. Again, breathe in white light, protective white light into your blood, <clears throat> into your thoughts, into your emotions, and gently exhale. One more time, breathe in shining white light into the lining of your cells, your telomeres, the thought that created you, your energy frequency body, and gently exhale. Now breathe golden light, energizing gorgeous golden light into the nucleus of your soul cells and gently exhale. Breathe in golden light into the nucleus of your cells, of your body, your bones, your blood, your lymph, and gently exhale. Once again, breathe in golden light into the nucleus, the core of your cells, to your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, your attitudes, and gently softly exhale. Again, breathe in golden light into the nucleus of your souls, your energy frequency, your genetic karmic patterns to every aspect of who you are, known and unknown, and gently exhale. 
fill yourself with shining white light. From your root chakra to your crown and beyond. Let this shining spiritual protective blessed light. The silver sparkles. Protect and uplift you. And now as you breathe. Know that you're getting higher, lighter and clearer. You are shifting your frequency to a higher level, whether you call it the spiritual realm or another realm. You're getting higher and higher, lighter and lighter, freer and freer. You are safe. You are blessed. You are protected. The wonder that is you is being made more manifest than ever before. You're getting higher and higher, lighter and lighter, freer and freer. And yet you're also grounded, centered, prosperous, blessed, higher and lighter. Now you can dwell in this area. You can ask source or your guides, whatever your language is, goddess, God, Allah, great spirit, Aludimare, whatever your language is, Oshun, whatever you might like. You may send healing to any aspect of your being or anywhere else. You may simply say, thank you. I shall be silent for a few moments for you to have your own experience. And when the time is correct, I will bring you forth. Meanwhile, enjoy and thank you. Begin to complete this journey, knowing you can do this at any time and have new journeys. Give thanks for yourself, for who you are, for your life on this earth. Give thanks to this planet. 
Breathe again into your heart, golden energy, and send that through all your being. Send love to your body, mind, heart, and soul. Send love to your reality. And now at your own pace, slowly, gently begin to wiggle your fingers and toes. Gently begin to move your hands on your wrists, your feet on your legs. Gently begin to move your body. Softly and easily begin to move your head on your neck. And as you feel ready, slowly, slowly, and softly, begin to open your eyes. And before you speak, notice how you feel. And when you're ready, you may share how you feel. It's calming. Yeah. <clears throat> A lighter. Feel different than before. Yeah. Yeah. And this was quick. This didn't take a long, I don't know how long it took because I, I have no way to time. I, it's, I'm on my cell phone. Anyone can do this. And I teach breathing. I have way more complicated ones. The guides give me stuff. But anyone can do these in whatever way you choose. I do them every morning. And one. it shifts frequency. It does. And the more you do it, easier and you can go higher. And it's safe. There's no substance. <laughs> And it really helps with life. If say you have something that you're going to do that you might have some nerves about, maybe an interview for something. Don't think I didn't lift my energy before this because I guarantee you I did, okay? And did prayer. I mean, you, you have to know I did and all of that kind of thing. And say you have to have a conversation with someone and you're concerned about it or you're taking some kind of test and saying, like, mm, well, do these. Mm -hmm. And what I tell all my clients, what I post, um, don't wait for like a thing. Do this regularly. Please make it part of whatever your practice is. If you want to pick only one of them, pick one. I happen to do all three, but that's what I do. You could pick only one it will start to shift you. Thank you. Thank you for letting me do this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, sometimes I, I even when I, before I start a podcast, if I'm like doing too many things and I'm setting up and I'm all 
in a different energy. I like to calm myself down and at least do a few breaths, if not a little mini meditation, just to get myself in a different energy, I guess. This will help. Some years back in New York, like now I'm in Florida, I had a uh, local TV show. Mm. And before I would start it, the whole studio had to get quiet because I lifted my frequency. I had to, to get into the space I needed to get into to do what I do. Because I do readings from this, I do paintings. I don't paint without doing this. This stuff does not go. <laughs> This stuff comes from a higher frequency. It does. Okay. I write from, it's important. And no, no matter what someone does, if someone's a mechanic, which is not my, I, I, I'm glad people can do that because I'm, I'm not. Okay. And any of this, it'll grow. Who I don't mean you'll get taller. Okay. Um, that would be interesting, but it'll grow your inner terrain. And from my, I'm going to share this straight out. For us to survive and thrive as a species, we need to, we must, we must shift a vibration higher. Does that mean everyone's going to do it? No, everyone's not going to do it. So let's not think everyone will. But Greg Braden, do you know who Greg Braden is? No. No. Greg Braden is somebody who's taken journeys around the world to ancient power places. And he's written many books and, and podcasts and, and stuff like that. And he's also a scientist and mathematician. And he came up with, don't ask me the math. I looked as like, a, okay, that with the global population as it is, he said like under 8,000 people, I'll say 10, just to make sure it's nice round figure. Say when eight to 10,000 people are consistently operating at love and light, that becomes the turning point where it becomes easier for other people to access it. I didn't say that means you snap a finger and we're all there. That's not what I said. It becomes easier. Mm. So my game on the earth, so to speak, is to be part of, first of all, one of those, okay? I would love to be consistently always at that level. And someone said internally, I am, okay, I'll, I'll say yes, uh, but to really consistently be there and to be the facilitator, one of having a minimum of eight to 10, eight to 10,000 people literally at that frequency all the time, because it will make a huge shift on this planet. Yeah, I've heard similar thing where even just one person vibrating at a high frequency like love um, can change the energy of millions of people. So it is yep. important for everyone to, yeah. you know, vibrate higher. And it happens piece by piece, even doing that in the morning. I, I do my stuff in the morning, like when I'm, whenever the morning is for me kind of thing, it helps set your day. Yeah. And it's fun. It's fun. It's not like it's hard. Yeah. And if somebody's like, I only have like three minutes, okay, or whatever, I don't need to do 15 minutes. I don't, oh, oh, I don't have time to, okay, all that. I'm sure we've all said that, okay? Three minutes. Yeah. Do the three minutes. And if someone says to me, and you know they have, 
I don't have time. So you know what it is. They of all people need to do this. Don't yeah. have the discipline. <laughs> yeah, because you can find three minutes. That's you know. easy. Yeah. Yeah. Strolling yeah. is three minutes, five, ten, and it turns into thirty minutes and you're strolling on the phone. So even for yeah. me. <laughs> you know, after this conversation has definitely inspired me to, because sometimes I get up and get straight to work and I probably incorporate some of this before I do that because I used to meditate consistently. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's five minutes or 10 minutes, but lately it's just, I kind of do it whenever I find time for it. But, you know, if I can dedicate like three to five minutes in the morning, I think that can start my yeah. day differently. Me, who's gotten really into the practice, there was a time I wasn't in the practice, but me, who's now, this is part of my practice. Mm. It's a must because on the few, and it's very few times that I may not have done it the day is completely different. Mm. Yeah. And since I've been on the earth for a half second or two, I'm going to say that it makes a huge difference. It really does. And if somebody wants to keep their verve, this is part of the way it really is. Yeah. It may seem like it's slowing down. And I'm somebody that when I want to move, I touch it. I'm born the year of the horse, mm. Aries ascendant, spider <laughs> cancer. When I want to move, I move. Okay. My Mars is in Leo. So I know how to like that. I'm a Cancerian. I need that. So no matter who you are or what you practice or your complexion or your religion or your not religion or your transgender or your, what's the word? Bi binaural, not binaural. <laughs> binary. <laughs> binary, non-binary, whatever, whatever anyone may be or how they identify or don't identify or anything. This will help anybody and no one owns it. Why? No, it's all of us. And I'm going to say this. The, may I? Yeah. The, re the reason I wrote my course, first of all, the first course, um, again, as I said, technology is, is, I like having someone else do tech. Let's just say that's always a good idea when I'm involved. Mm -hmm. And so when we were talking about, I said, I, because I was told you have to write courses. Okay, I have to make my legacy. And they had to be digital. It's like, okay, because I have done in-person courses. She asked me, what's the first thing anyone starting on a journey of developing themselves, what's the first thing they need to know? And what's the first thing they have to do? So, I mean, I said, they need to love themselves. So that's my very first course. I call it the morph course, morph into the magic of self-love. And I spell it capital S, little s, E-L-F. And it stands for soul essence self and ego personality self. Now, if someone else says other language, be my guest, okay? But we are more than just ego identities. And you start to feel it when you do the breathing attunements because you start touching those other aspects of self and it gets easier and it's safe. So that's the morph course. Can I give how people can find it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Can you say that? We usually ask when yeah. closing out, we ask you to share all of your links and things like that where people can find you and stuff like that. So 
Okay, everyone can find me at Audrey now. A-U-D-R-Y-E-N-O-W.com. That's my email, Gmail. All of the courses are AudreyNow.com slash and whatever it is. So it's AudreyNow, A-U-D-R-Y-E-N-O-W.com slash morph. And so after that was up and running, then it was time for another course. And so I looked around what was going on at the earth at the moment and with my clients and whatever. It was all kind of sex stuff, all kinds of ugh, like not the good stuff. <laughs> not, oh, I'm coming. Not that stuff. It was other stuff. Yeah. So the second course is sexuality, sensuality, spirituality, stupendous sex, your intimacy, healing exuberance course and this is a healing course and so that's audreynow.com slash sex and one of the things i discovered in doing research and i do research when i do a course so i'm, I'm taking the course as i and i am as it so one of the things i learned is that for women to keep their energy and their verve it's important to have, according to this, a minimum of three orgasms a week. However, they do it. I had women say, well, I don't have anyone with whom to. We have ways to create your own orgasm. I'm not saying it isn't great to have a partner. It is. You got a great partner. That's like, yes. But if you don't, you don't stop yourself from having orgasms. We've got tools, you've got this all kind of stuff and look at the course. And then when that was done and launched, I looked around and it's like, ah, oh, okay. So then came the ISM course. And that one is ISM freedom. Be free of the causes and effects of racism, sexism, and other isms. These are all, oh, that's audreynow.com slash ism. ISM. And I give guarantees. I know people say you can't give a guarantee. I give guarantees. If you do the course the way it's meant to be done, which means you have to finish the course and better to take it day after day after day, but you could spread it out if someone chooses, it'll work easier. I mean, Tony Robbins says immersion. <laughs> I just came back from a four day course that we were doing about 15, 16 hours a day, okay? And that's immersion. So this, minimum you have to listen to the half hour audio you get with the course. And there's 10 minutes at the end of the half hour where I, you have the opportunity to do whatever it is we discussed. You can do more. There's written material and you can read it or not. I recommend reading it, don't have to depending on which course there are audio, uh, not audio, videos. For all of the courses is videos. I literally show you how to do some of the transformational techniques I teach. I'm showing you how to do it. I show you how to do the more complicated breathing attunements because some of them are. And I show you what it is. So you don't have to go, what is that woman talking about? I am showing you how to do it. And in the ISM course, I added some stuff because there are people who go, oh, that doesn't exist, maybe, and all of this. 
And so I have um, recommended in what I call the um, resource section. And I finally stopped writing when a friend said, you have enough stock, okay? So I did. And yeah, cause I'm prolific. Okay, I'm one of these content rich persons. And so I have, if someone has Netflix, I have Netflix. So I gave recommendations. If someone doesn't have Netflix, you don't have to get it, okay? Everybody's got YouTube. If you've got a computer you, or, or a cell phone, you've got YouTube. So I gave places to go and I recommend that look at at least a half hour a day and you'll see some of the yuck and you'll see some of the progress depending on which it is. And for the seventh day of the course, I have different comedians that I, I love, I love. I love Jeannie Yashere. I love that woman, okay? She is hysterical in her standup. I haven't seen the show because I don't have a working TV. Anyway, and then there's the glossary. There are terms that I had not ever heard, didn't know what they were, and so there were certain glossary terms. Do you want me to say some of them? Sure. sure. Okay. You may all know all this, but it, there was a time I didn't know it and it might be in there. Uh, I can use, like, I'm free to use language. I'm going to be, okay. So we've all heard of breastfeeding. Have you heard of chest feeding? No. no. Okay, there were some people in the transgender community who didn't like the term breastfeeding because they felt that it was a put down to trans women. So they came up with chest feeding. Now, I am definitely in favor of transgender people because they exist, okay? Mm -hmm. But I've got breasts mm -hmm. and I'm cool with breastfeeding, okay? There's also a term girl dick. Did you ever hear that term, a girl dick? No. no. So a girl dick is a transgender woman who has not had certain uh, transitional surgery mm -hmm. that still has certain body part that she may prefer not be there. So there are terms some of us don't know. And I am not covering every term because turn around twice and there's more terms. Mm. <laughs> there are. Yes. I don't know yeah. how to keep up with them. Yeah. I learned terms from a friend of mine who has some sons and one's in his 20s. And he said, have you heard of... And I was like, no, what does it mean? So I included, but it's true. Right. Yeah. It's true. And every community has its own language. So I tucked some of those in. Is it meant to be complete with all? No, it's not. So I tell people, add your own. And the reason I recommend people look at that, you don't have to agree with them, but it's important to be aware of what various people in different communities might be saying and speaking, whether one wants to, to be it or not be it, because it exists. And I'm not talking disgusting, nasty, killing, and I'm not, I don't do that. That's not in there. This is simply people's way of being. And I feel it's important because some of that's happening on the planet. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are people. There was a time I didn't know what the term polyamory is. Do you guys know what that is? No. What is that? 
I recently heard. I think he does. He just doesn't know that's what it's called. But go ahead. For the term, yeah. Okay, so polyamory would be, I don't, it depends how many people, maybe it's four people, whatever it is, that they can make love with each other and they can make love with other people and it's their own group. It doesn't mean everyone, anyone, but they keep it in a cohesive manner that it isn't monogamy per se. Well, it isn't monogamy at all. And so it's not monogamy, but it isn't the same as polygamous mm -hmm. or polyandry. And polyandry is a woman with more than one man. Polygamy is a man with more than one woman. This is different. It's like a, whatever the group is that sets itself up, they're with each other and they can pick others. I don't know if they need approval or not. I've been invited to be part of that, not my thing. Mm -hmm. um, now I was with a polygamous man and I'm a monogamous woman. So I had that experience, which was interesting. I'm not in it anymore and don't choose to be. But to say it was an interesting life ride, yeah, <laughs> it was. And all of that kind of thing. So it's like, if we don't know any of us that different people have some of these different practices and we sit and label them, this one's the good one. This one isn't, and only like this. It's not the way life is anymore. Like some people think, and I was one of them, that um, only certain ways were normal and others weren't, mm -hmm. whether it was heterosexuality or homosexuality. There's other now. Right. And I have done believe me, enough research to know that people who have whatever it is that, and we're not talking beating someone up and we're not talking cutting, we're not referring to that. We're just talking about how somebody in a loving way chooses their partners with permission. Okay, mm -hmm. nothing about drugging, not, no, none of that. And someone who has that as their norm who is someone else to say that's not their norm? They are. There are people that are aromantic. They don't feel this romantic thing over someone. Doesn't mean they don't like them. I'm a romantic. I can feel that. Everyone, they're just not made that way. Right. There are people that consider themselves, call themselves asexual. They don't have that kind of drive. They can be with somebody but they may not have like the kind of response that someone else who might be a more sensual, sensual person would have. Right. And it isn't, yeah. And it isn't up to somebody who might be, okay. I said, I'm binary heterosexual. I am. That doesn't mean somebody can't be gay or lesbian. That's, that's, that's right for them. Right, it that's be, their norm or in their in their realm. Yes. Yeah. And so my opinion, <laughs> you're interviewing me, so here we go, is that we're in the age of Aquarius now. The age of Aries was the Old Testament, and it was very patriarchal. I don't have to get into all the qualities, okay? The age of Pisces was Yeshua, whether you believe or don't believe. Okay, other name Jesus, in my opinion, 
that was the age of the goddess because in the it wasn't called that because our species was not yet ready for it. But in the Bible, the creator is referred to as forgiving and kind and loving. And I look at are those more male or female qualities? I'm not saying men can't be that, but they're more female qualities. Mm-hmm. Now we're in the age of Aquarius and we're seeing all of this. I'm going to use the term interesting expressions of sexuality. And I'm not sure where all that's going to go. I don't know. Yeah. I sometimes wonder as we go into space, are we going to need some of that vibration that people that may have that may be needed? I don't have an answer to that. What I know, and I know this, is our species is shifting. And it doesn't mean if you're heterosexual, you shouldn't be. <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't mean, no, it's fine. It means some of this variety is part of how aspects of who we are are shifting. So it's important to open our consciousness, our perspective of what's okay. And years ago, because I had clients ask me years ago, what is okay in sex? What is allowed, what's not allowed? So I'm going to share that because I'm sure people will be asking, especially out of what I've just said. So what's not allowed is sex with animals. That was a no. Sex with animals was no, no, no. Sex with kids is a no. And sex with somebody that's not of a consciousness to be able to say yes or no. And that could mean inebriated, it could mean drugged, it could be of a mentality that isn't capable of even knowing what's happening, whatever that might mean, that's a no. Anything else between consenting adults, and you can define what adult might mean, is permitted choice. And the highest, highest, highest is when there's really a full level of love and connection. Does that mean that has to be? No. Does it mean everyone has had it? No. But anything else, whether you call it experimentation, whether it's I don't know, polygamy, monogamy, polyandry, words that I don't yet even know. If that's what somebody really feels is part of their life path at that time, because we could change how we want to express any of that. And they have people that for reasons in their life path that works, do it as long as it's caring and considerate. So I wanted to say that. And it's at all as far as no matter what in that human realm, you have the ability to vibrate and experience love with with whatever gender. So that's, you know, one of the, the biggest important things with understanding human beings, period, is like you said, it doesn't really matter the gender. If we can all vibrate and raise consciousness, that's a whole different change in society or in the world period on the planet 
Have you learned that the more different kinds of people you know, the more you learn and the more your creativity can evolve and your consciousness? Because I have learned that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one of the, also one of the, I guess, the reasons for the podcast is for me to learn from different kinds of people, yeah. different areas of walks of life and grow. Yes. Doing a great job so far. Yes. We learn every something every interview. About that is so cool. Yeah. I mean, I was told you were gonna ask me about race, so let me say a, a little something, something. Um the way most people define first of all, we're all human. <laughs> I now in that wonder, but <laughs> we're all human. Some of us may even have some. I don't, I'm not sure how to pronounce this, Denisovan or um, Neanderthal or any of the other hominids from wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of us may have some Pleiadians, some of us may have some Andromedan. There's all of this other stuff that's not necessarily yet part of mainstream language. Does it mean it doesn't exist? No, it doesn't mean that. So that may exist. Hold on. I don't want this thing to run out of charge. So race is usually defined by an external thing, what somebody looks like, their skin color, their their hair, um, possibly body type, stuff like that, as distinct from, say, another grouping. Because on our earth, we have various different complexions and looks and heights and stuff. Ethnicity is also a cultural thing of, oh, and usually race is also like your biology, your ancestry. Mm-hmm. And some people can say there were three root races, black, whatever, black, white, brown, red, yellow. It's like little crayons. And a thing that to me has been missing, hasn't been discussed a lot and again, needs to, is biracial, is mixed race, any of this stuff, because we're not all exactly the same. And when we really can get to know and acknowledge, and we don't have to go back generations to when life on earth started, I'm not suggesting that, okay? It could be even as much as seven generations or five generations back and then, okay? And that is important to say. Because if we don't acknowledge the truth, not what's politically correct, because politically correct could be nonsense, okay? I mean, honestly, it could be nonsense. If we don't acknowledge the truth of what we are and make peace with it, how in the world are we going to move forward? I mean, it's not gonna work. I'm the mother of a biracial daughter, consciously conceived. My ex had mahogany complexion. I used to call my daughter my golden girl, golden skin. Okay, so sort of tan skin. Some people perceive her as brown. She's a little lighter than that because I'm her mom. Okay, and all of that. She's not black. I'm her mother. And I'm not being like crossed off. And so when we look to, if, if, if a white person gets together with an Asian or yellow person. What is that person? It's both. So we don't, that 
needs to be acknowledged more. And that person, if they get together with a person that's a mix of, oh, I don't know, uh, black and red, that's another mixture and all of that. So it's important to start acknowledging this more and people that are that usually do, but it depends again how they are acculturated. I've seen a lot of people that are mixtures of black and white and only identify black. Well, you can identify culturally, but biologically, it's not what you are. And I know that I'm going to find the nice way to say this. There are those people of my complexion on the earth doing things that I find reprehensible. And I know that sounds judgmental, but <laughs> I find some of it reprehensible, just not high loving, wonderful, and honoring to other humans or the planet. Right. So it's given some of the people of this complexion like a yuck vibration. So I certainly can see why people might not want to identify any piece with that. And some people got mixed through rape and that's like yuck, but and from whenever, but that's not always the case now. And if we don't clear that, which is another reason for the ISM course, because whether anyone wants to acknowledge it or not, we have all been affected, everyone. It's impossible practically, practically to live on this earth and not have been affected. When I was doing research on, and I know people that are <laughs> these various different categories, okay? But when I was doing some research on LGBTQ and gay, I learned, did you know, did you know that for some people doing, um, oh, what do you call it? Um, wait, I have to look, my mind just blanked. I don't like when my, my mind does that. Um, I took notes. I'm pretty thorough. Oh, when they do drag, whether it's called a drag queen, and now there's drag king also, by the way, that for some people, did you know that's a statement of power for them? Did you know that? Mm -hmm. You did? I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. Well, I figured that's that kind of why they didn't. Yeah, that was a learning experience for me. It's like, oh, okay. And a way to bring out different aspects of who they are. Mm -hmm. I think in a way you kind of see that, like dealing with the whole sports thing that they have now with the um, transgender, transgender with sports. In a way, it kind of can almost look in that way of to where it's looked at for power. How do you mean that? Well, as far as the, the, the physical ability in the sport, you know, the, the difference between, you know, some of the transgenders are outperforming some of the um, the other female athletes and I <laughs> it's you know it's becoming such an issue to where you know it's making it seem like it's where it's, it's not necessarily fair because it's you know not. it's yeah it's it's not so it's not. the image that is kind of given off is 
I don't have the same power over here, but I have this power over here. Okay, when I was talking about drag, I didn't mean the kind of power in like that physical sense. But it's still, I mean, it's still a kind of person a, to be able to do that. Right, but that's still a, a same energy. It's more of a, I see it as, you know, a similar energy when it comes to- I have, I have mixed vibes, honestly, about that. I was told you were going to ask me about that. So I had to really look at what my thoughts are. Now, why, do you, why did you, who said we would ask you about that? Maritza. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we didn't say what topic we talk about because we kind of like to do a free-flowing conversation. I'm cool with it. I know that's one of your uh, things, but, you know. I mean, I absolutely support that someone's transcend. That's what they are, okay? I have mixed vibes. I really do. If a transgender woman like transitioned but after her body had gotten really a male body, a stronger, big male body, mm -hmm. and that had had testosterone and all of that going through it. So after puberty and, and this kind of thing, because most females just don't have that. Yeah. We are made differently. And I actually think we need to have, <laughs> I think we need new language. I think we need to really open up what are the sexes because if somebody's got, I am probably going to be saying things that some people are not going to like. But it's always our, it's our personal opinion. That's one of the, that's what I'm saying. This is my here, opinion. I'm here to learn from, you know, a lot of different things outside of the music world. So this is what it looks like. You have to have these conversations in order to even learn what is yeah. even going on of, what what's happening so that's basically what this is so i still see women and i'm going to use the names of body parts some of them like technical and some a little more informal to me women do have vaginas mm -hmm. or in the informal pussies that's what women have that's how i see it mm -hmm. okay a person can be transgender and have a girl dick and all that, and I'll still see them as a female because if that's how they identify and they've had the hormones or didn't have the hormones, that's that. But to me, I still, that's part of what it is to be a woman. And if somebody's in transgender females, I mean, in female sports and they're transgender, if they are physically built stronger than all the other cisgender women, it feels unfair to me. It just does. Um, and I understand that transgender women um, have had male hormone blockers. I don't know what they all are. I have no idea of any of that. And they've had female hormones in whatever transitioning. I don't know if that's still the same as a woman that's a biological female. So I have I have mixed mixed vibes on some of that. And I don't think you can test each person separately. And I know they're tested. And there are women that have high levels of testosterone and all of that. So I don't have it's a like lot a one of different bodies. <laughs> yeah. And it's a lot of different types of, you know, people. And it's, yeah. you know, yeah. it's really not to say not to go against trans or anything like that. It's more of, we have to have boundaries. Um, 
yeah still can't fight you know biology science like you know you know (laughs) there's a difference there's a clear difference and we know that even especially when we're dealing with sports and it's just having boundaries yes being accepting of all people and whatever they choose to identify as but we do have to have and sometimes a lot of people are scared to have this conversation because it's you know it's either black and white everything has been polarized and Mm -hmm. and if you say anything you're like going against the trans community and you're um impeding on someone's way of expressing themselves and it's not that but that person also has to see even the the swimmer that's a trans is like you kind of have to if you are going to uh embody the the women like you have to also understand right like you being to take it into consideration you want the world to take in you want the world to accept take, you to write to, not even accepting but just to take into consideration you know your feelings the life you have it's just different you your world is your normal our world is our normal everybody have their own normal worlds but to say that all right this is our this is you know our normal our normal is being or having a, an advantage in a certain sport just because you know yeah. where this is normal so we're going to make our normal your normal so we're forcing our normal upon you which is in your world that's not normal so now and, that, and that's kind of what what the thing is everybody is it feel like it's kind of exchanging the 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 um your views of normal but i guess to kind of go back with the gender thing and when you if you was to take that into the racial perspective like you said your daughter isn't black no but and now i can ask does she what does she identify as or what if, even if you, right and but if you were to have a complete comparison like or just a difference where you can see okay this person is black but this person is trying to identify as another race now no, biracial. right but but no i'm saying not saying if they're you could just say they're completely black and this person says okay i'm going to identify as something else they're choosing to identify as something but the fact that it's dealing with race and not sexuality we're not going to acknowledge that and that's something yeah. that is look i have a lot of friends yeah. i live a very multicultural multiracial life for a really long time this is nothing new for me at all right And so I have a lot of friends that identify black. And one of them told me that there were members of her family with my complexion who calls himself black. And I'm not saying couldn't, but I said, well, I call him some kind of mixed race. Right. You want to identify black that's, you know, culturally and all of that. But I take one look and I go, not so much. But you're allowed to do that when it comes to race. But people aren't, it's a whole different sensitivity when it comes to sexuality you can say i could look at this person and be like well i'm going to you know say that i know that you identify as this because you could say they could say that they're biracial but then if they look mostly black or no you could say that they're biracial and they could look mostly black and they they could say all right i choose to identify as white and that's you know something listen listen when i was a member of um 
what's it called? The one where you do speeches. Oh, shoot. I can't think about it. It'll come to now. Huh? Toastmasters? Or... Thank you. When I was a member of Toastmasters and we had to do speeches, so I did one and did a lot of research. Did you know that in certain countries, it's different than here. Here, a lot of people with a smidgen of black is sometimes called black, even if their complexion is just a hair darker than mine. There are other countries, if you have a smidgen of white, you're called white. Mm. That was news to me. So it's also perspective and consciousness. And they'd be like, okay, if you said differently, because that is how people are acculturated. And it isn't about the biology of what someone is. And this whole thing with trans, I am a big, big, big advocate for women's rights. Mm. I remember traipsing down Fifth Avenue. Remember, I'm born a little before you guys. And I remember traipsing down Fifth Avenue for women's rights and all of these kinds of things. And what it took <laughs> in the 60s was not easy. There was black rights, came women's rights, and then other kinds of stuff. I am not a fan of anybody looking to take away women's rights under any kind of thing. And I feel like women's rights, transgender rights, gay rights, there needs to be more conversation because it isn't just cut and dried as it's not just this and this, it isn't. There are, the, the new term is intersection. So there's intersection of various different rights and freedoms and all of that. And so long as there isn't shaming and blaming and judging, which is why these courses of mine will help someone clear themselves so they don't get into that. And it's a journey, a journey, a journey. Um, I think we need new terms. I honestly do. I came up with the term ZHE for a person trans transitioning male to female and ZE instead of he or she for someone trans transitioning female to male. Because what I know that people are choosing to identify as either male or female. I don't think it's that simple. I really don't. What if somebody chooses, not because they don't have the finances or whatever, but they want to have the top body of one sex and the bottom body of another sex. That to me, to me is something relatively new. And maybe that kind of energy or whatever it takes for somebody that that is who they feel they are. Like I have, okay, I have brown hair because I have color, I have hair color on this hair. This was more or less, more or less what my hair color once was. But if I didn't put color on my hair now, it would be grayish or white and I am not a fan, okay? So I put color on my hair. The curl, it, this is my natural curl. This is how my hair is. The color, mm, I play with. But I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that. And I'm saying so. If somebody, and I feel myself a female, but if somebody feels there's some, both, something, and we're in the age of Aquarius, <laughs> which in some ways is unisex, Okay, if one studies that, not just either extreme, again, 
what is going to be happening with our species in times to come because our belief systems also affect our biology. And when we do go into space and we are going into space, I would like to see, I would actually like to be on a ship and go into space, okay? And I don't know that that's going to happen in this life. We don't know, at least I don't know. And I'm good at feeling and seeing, I'm, 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 I'm good at that. If we go to some area that has a whole different vibration than the earth and it will have, this is our earth planet, okay? But something else, might call for whatever it is a person has when they feel they're both. So I think we need to start looking at that with respect and not like what and any of that stuff to see what that energy has to offer because it does. And if we, meaning our species, not just you, <laughs> but our species refrains from doing that, it's a missed opportunity at the moment. I'm not saying it wouldn't come back, but it's a missed opportunity. It's like not taking care of our climate. That is foolish in the extreme. That is foolish in the extreme. I remember when I was in sixth grade and to give you <laughs> when the guides give me something to say, I'm astounded at what will come out of my mouth because I am truly a private person. But if something's going to better anybody, it comes out of my mouth. And then I go, oh my God. And then I have to let it go because that's, so when I was in sixth grade, what are we, 12 years old? That would have been 1954. Okay, that's when I was in sixth grade. And I remember there I am sitting in class doing whatever we're doing and all of a sudden I get this information and remember I didn't have labels for what I am. I didn't know I'm a mystic and I didn't have any of that labels. And I'm given this download of information that we're going to run out of certain what we call their natural resources. And I'm like this in class and then I'm hearing, and we're going to run out of some of them while I was still alive. That scared the daylights out of me. Well, we are. We already have. We already have contamination. We already have a lot of species annihilation. And humans, it's us, us, that are the ones that created it. God is not punishing us. Goddess is not kissing, kicking our butts. Humans have done this out of ego, selfishness, lack of awareness. I don't want to deal with it, any of that. And it's important upon us, us humans, to be waking up and taking some kind of step, whatever that might be. My journey, my journey, and I've known it since I'm a kid. I knew since I'm little, little, little and can formulate words, I knew I was on the earth to the way it was given to me then, not the language I know now, I was a little kid, was to make it better. Now it's upraised consciousness. And I'm doing my best to do it. That's why I really thank you. I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for having me as a guest and having this go wherever it goes. 
and I will put it on my podcast. No, I don't have one. I'm, I'm, I have, what do I have? I have a YouTube. I've been offered a podcast. I, I used to do blog talk radio and I had a TV show in New York, but it's like, let me just get this out. And then I'll look at that. But I will put this on my um, YouTube. I will put it on my Instagram. I will put it in my Ask Audrey Gazette when I get my computer back and can start doing some of that stuff again because you do really great work. You do A1 work. I will let people know about you all. I thank you. Thank you. Because we all, you are welcome. And one of my clients is a social media influencer. Okay, that's all I will say about her. And I'm allowed to say that because she recommends that people see me. Otherwise, I don't say anything about my clients. Nothing, zip, and that kind of stuff. Because consciousness has to be raised. I know there are people who don't want to. I'm aware of that. I know who are people that go, only this group, that's it. Smish the others. Uh -huh. It's not going to work. That kind of repression, if you look at history at all, or her story, his story, her story, yes. them story, I don't have a them story, okay, whatever it might be, <laughs> we have to be, I mean, yes. it doesn't work. And the age of Aquarius, which we're just stepping into, is for all of us, all of us. Yes. Not just any one of us. It's all of us. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, part of what I'm doing with certain countries that are encroaching on other countries is sending healing energy, doing prayer, putting light, stuff like that, because that's what I do. And the guidance isn't for me to do like this. And I'm Aries rising, so you know <laughs> that I can. <laughs> yeah. My Mars isn't Leo. Sure. <laughs> 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 okay. Have passion. But it's not. My job isn't that. And because I have seen, I have lived through, I was born, I was born at the eve of the Second World War. And when someone is born in their very first breath, they are taking in the vibration of everything going on, whether they consciously know it or not. That's genetic, what do I call it? Genetic karmic patterning. That energy is there. That's only a piece of genetic karmic pattern. There's a lot more. Anyway, so I've seen the Second World War. I've seen the Korean War. I was little. I wasn't like aware and I didn't see the Second World War, although I definitely heard about it at home. I've, uh, what was the next one? The Vietnam War. Yeah. And then other, not really war, police actions. Okay, like Barth, there were guns, there were people getting killed, there were bombs, that's a war. And now we've got this other situation that I'd rather not give language to. <laughs> so, um, it's we have cycle. people, huh? It's quite the cycle. Yeah. yeah. So, 
for me, we have to keep up raising our frequency. So this kind of stuff just can stop happening because the level of mentality or consciousness of someone who thinks, well, I deserve to have that because my country once had it. And even though it was legally changed, I want it because my ego says I have to be the Lord of this huge thing and not this little thing. And I don't care what country you're from. Okay. I'm just saying that doesn't work. It's low vibration. Yeah. Yeah. And it devastates the, the climate and it kills people. So I'm not sure how I got on that, but <laughs> <laughs> that's how our podcast works. It happens. Yeah. We go with the energy. Yeah. But before we get ready to close it out, um, could you share once again your information um, so that our listeners will know to where to find you and to, you know. Thank you so much. First, thank you. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you. You are both fabulous it's an honor to be here truly and i appreciate it my name is audrey i spell it a u d r y e i if you need my last name it's arby spelled a r b e i can be found ta-da i can be found at audrey now a u d r y e dot Com. That's my website. If you send me an email, I get a lot. And if I don't know it's a real person, I may not read it. I'm just letting you know. But if you put in the subject line, saw you on American Gen C, Gypsy, sorry, Gypsy podcast, I will read it because there's like, Rrr. my email is AudreyNow at Gmail. My morph course is Audrey now, A-U-D-R-Y-E-N-O-W.com slash morph, M-O-R-P-H. The next one is AudreyNow.com slash sex. And I recommend you really go to AudreyNow.com slash ism. There are specials on the courses if you go there. Because yes, I would like people to take them because we need to upraise readings and oh i'm going to give a gift a gift a gift anyone that contacts me through this show you will get 10 percent off on everything i do anything where i set the price you will get 10 percent off you just need to tell me and i'm not going to call and check because i i frankly i i can't be bothered okay i am on instagram at instagram.com guess what slash audrey now my youtube is bitly one of my clients did that for me bit.ly slash audrey now or youtube.com slash audrey now a-u-d-r-y-e-n-o-w do i have anything else we'll have links below i think that's it and i will if somebody's interested in the reading or a healing or knowing more about the course or condom water I'm big into health and wellness. That's Audrey Now Water, A-U-D-R-Y-E-N-O-W Water, W-A-T-E-R dot com. I will discuss any of it with you. 
You don't pay to have a conversation with me. Okay. We appreciate you, Audrey. It's been a great conversation and we've learned a lot and we really appreciate Thank you. your energy and your time and consideration. Yeah. And coming Ditto. When you have this all ready to go, please send me the edited version so I can post it all out. We, we will. Definitely uh -huh. do that. Thank you. You two are fabulous. You're just fabulous. Thank you so much. And I wish you the best and the most success. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Thank you. And we'd like to thank our listeners as well and our viewers. And thank you to our uh, supporters, everyone that's been donating. We appreciate it. Um, we also and you can find yeah. the podcast at americangypsy.com. And we have consistent self-improvement merch at luamli.com. And you can find all of this information from americangypsy.com. And all the links that Audrey mentioned and we mentioned will be in the description. And we also have some music you can check out under Classic Carpenter, K-L-A-C-C-I-K-C-A-R-P-E-N-T-A. -E we have some, you know, cello um, music and also some instrumentals that we release alongside um, American Gypsy podcast, uh, the Weather YouTube channel. Um, so all of that is on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, uh, Tidal, all major platforms. Thank you again to our listeners and consistent self-improvement to everyone. Peace. Peace.